You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Thanks for sharing a portion of your Monday morning with us here on the Morning Drive. Aaron and Jake hanging out in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Mill. John Tabor back at the Sports Talk 97.7 headquarters in Ruston. And down in New Orleans, he gets the good gig once again while we stay up here. Nick White, the voice of the Warhawks at the Sunbelt Conference Media Day. Nicholas, how are you doing this morning, bud? Oh, good morning, guys. How are you? <laughs> good. You sound all perked up and ready to go. I can only imagine oh, well, a Sunday night, Sunday night was, in the Big Easy. <laughs> no, I was, I was fine until about probably about forty-five minutes ago. <laughs> you call down at seven fifteen and they say, you know, you gotta have your car ready and Uh-oh. waiting on you, and you wait and you wait and Uh-oh. you see all these people come down with their their valet tickets, and mm. their, their car comes in five minutes. And you're like, here you go, guys. And anyway, I thought we were gonna be set up and talking to you guys but uh i'm literally just now walking into the dome uh, as we speak but uh, hey other than that uh we're, we're all good to go and uh ready to go for media day here in new orleans all right we played some sound from uh, coach viator earlier in the show and of course there is some news with uh, the preseason picks out with uh, ulm pegged to finish second in the division does anything surprise you about that no, uh, that, that's where I picked them. I picked them second. I, I, I get the uh, the media vote, uh, you know, on that that side. As far as the uh, the represent, I was the media vote, and uh, that's where I picked them. Uh, you know, and, and my picks. Uh, I, I think the way it all all uh, fell was exactly how I, I picked everything. Now, uh, I don't know. You know, the, the head scratcher was the the one first place vote for South Alabama. That that was just you know. That, that's the one head scratcher right there, but um, you know, uh, other than that, uh, it all falls the way we thought. And, and you know, once again, you know, ULM's now coming into this thing with expectations. I'll never forget two years ago we were down here at this event, and uh, Coach V, we were sitting there, and, and uh, we were kind of getting ready to do a little interview at, at, at the radio row, and he started looking at the uh, the. the the uh, the polls and obviously they have the vote totals on there and at the time there were 11 teams in the league and he started totaling up and he looked at the numbers and he said 11 he looked at me and said we, we we didn't get one vote he looked at me he's like Nick we not not one person voted ULM to not be last you know so you're talking about dead last and you know, they, they obviously, you know, exceeded expectations that season. And then, you know, last year they had a, a, a decent year finishing 4-4 four and four in the league with a brutal non-conference schedule. So uh, they come in to, to this media day with, with a lot of expectations, and yet uh, they still didn't have a lot of, um, you know, all-conference picks this year. I mean, you had you know, second-team all-conference and Caleb Evans, a quarterback. That's to be expected with Justin, Justin Hansen coming back at Arkansas State. Marcus Green got well-deserved accolades, kick returner, and then first-team wide receiver, and, and you know then you had uh, R.J. Turner, but nobody on defense. So that was to be expected with the way they, they struggled last year defensively. And so they're going to play with a chip on their shoulder. So uh, compared to what they've had in the years past, uh, good to see them get some recognition. Now uh, they they got to live up to some of those expectations as well. Uh, that poll, of course, has uh, in the West Division, Arkansas State favored to win it. 
And uh, the poll also says the championship winner will be Arkansas State. Obviously, the Red Wolves are pretty loaded this year with that quarterback leading the way. Yeah, and I was talking to their uh, their play-by-play their uh, voice, Matt Stoltz, last night a little bit, and um, he he was you know he was telling me they're 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 a transfer-heavy school, and he was talking about you know some of these other transfers. They they got a transfer wide receiver out of Oklahoma State that nobody's even talking about right now, and just said nobody can cover this cat. You know, you got others, and they're just loaded. And so uh, they're, they're going to be a handful, but it's a long season, and, you know, they, there, there are some, some good and some bad that comes with all those transfers. And uh, some of the bad that comes, they, they, they've led the league by a wide margin in penalties, unsportsmanlike conducts, and, you know, some of the different things like that. And some of those things can be tough to overcome. Uh, you know, as as the season goes on, and, and sometimes there could be some chemistry issues and different things like that. But no question, Arkansas State is is the most talented team, and, and they're the they're the favorite to not just win the West but win the league, and rightfully so. But you look on the East side, and Troy is is awfully talented as well. They got to replace Silver's at quarterback, and then you look at, at Appalachian State; they've got to replace uh, Lamb at quarterback, a four-year starter, also. So. I think they're probably not getting as much attention because of that, that valuable position having to be replaced. And you look at Arkansas State and ULM being talked about because they have the two quarterbacks coming back. And they are, you know, without question, the two best quarterbacks coming back uh, off of their seasons last year and, and Hanson and, and, uh, and, and Evans. So uh, we'll see if they can back it up. Arkansas State went 6-2 and two in conference play last year, led the league in scoring about 38 points per game, and total offense, 495 yards per game. Big news of the Sunbelt Conference this year, the fact that they'll have a championship game. It'll be played December 1st at the site of the team that has the best overall conference winning percentage. Nick, what can this mean for the conference in terms of some extra exposure? Well, I think more so than that. Exposure's good. They're going to have a good you know, time slot and in the ESPN window, Carl Benson is going to be speaking here in, in just a few minutes, and I'm sure he'll be he'll be talking about that. But the the, the bigger thing is money. I mean, that, that's you know the the additional revenue is is allowing everybody in the league now to um, be able to run their own ESPN uh, platforms out of their own schools uh, through ESPN Plus, where you know this year uh, for ULM, for example, every Football and men's basketball game will be on an ESPN platform. It'll be run in-house, uh, and, and it allows them to uh, every school in the league to, to be able to uh, have the funds to be able to handle that, and then some, and be able to, to pocket some of that cash as well. So uh, the biggest thing is money, but also you know exposure. I mean, there, there's some good and some bad. I mean, I guess you know it's going to be very tough for any team in this league to run the table. Um, but say a team does run the table and then they go and win a championship game, can, can they be the group of five team to, to be able to break through? Uh, Commissioner Benson has, has certainly talked about that a lot uh, as one of his goals. Uh, he always brings up uh, a reference to Boise State from, from back in his days in the WAC and whenever they were able to break through and then Hawaii as well. Um, but that's awfully tough to do. But nonetheless, it'll, it'll bring in uh, exposure. It'll bring in money. And, um, you know, that, that's the thing. Uh, the, the East has got some good teams. The West, it's really, you know, it, at least preseason-wise, a two-horse race in Arkansas State and ULM. And, you know, it, 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 and it is going to be East versus West. And 
So uh, it's really coming down to that game. Of, I believe the date is November 17th. It really is looking at, like, at least right now, a showdown for the possibility to get into that, that conference championship, that inaugural conference championship game. And, um, once again, I don't know the financials as far as the teams that get into the game, if, if that means more money for them. I, I don't have the, the, the particulars on that. But um, exposure, money, all that, certainly some more positives for, for all those teams involved. Uh, Nick, it feels like we've heard these state of the conference addresses from Carl Blinson for numerous commerce conferences throughout the years. What are you expecting to hear from the commission today? Well, um, you know, maybe his last. That, that's that's one of the rumors that's out there. Is, is you know, will, will that will that be coming here in a few minutes? That that announcement. If not, that that is something that that is expected uh, to come here in the near future. Uh, but I'm sure he'll talk about, you know, their, their position, the group of five and, you know, bowls and, and their, their record in the bowls. And I imagine he's going to talk a little bit about basketball and, and what they're doing as far as the new scheduling goes. But, um, you know, he, he took this job over uh, a few years ago, and this, this was a, a conference that was really unstable. Uh, there was a lot of movement now. Uh, I think he can, you know, hang his hat on, on he is he is put stability on this league, 10 football members, uh, you know, with uh, geographically an east and a west divisions. Uh, then you go in the two uh, non-football schools in Little Rock and UTA, and you've got a true east and a west. You've got travel partners, and from that standpoint, uh, he's done a, a very good job. And so I imagine he's going to talk about that a little bit and some of those changes. But uh, who knows? I mean, you know, there, there's some other – Social issues that are out there, we'll use that, that opportunity to address those. Uh, we'll see uh, here in just a few minutes. Uh, and then finally, of course, the two ULM athletes down there. you got Marcus Green and you got David Griffin. It's kind of cool for Marcus Green to get some more exposure, more people to hear his name, and, of course, for him to, to talk to different media members from across this conference. And, of course, uh, Griffin, he's going to have to answer a lot of questions about this defense and why they were so bad last year. Yeah, he will, and, and both those young men will, will do tremendous, a tremendous job, um, you know, there in front of the mic and, and you know, in, in front of the media. And, you know, Marcus, this is in his first rodeo. Uh, he's, he's had a lot of media attention, and I think the biggest question for him is, you know, how do you live up to the hype? And he's going to draw a lot of attention. He's, uh, you know, a returning All-American as far as a kick returner goes. And, uh, and then, you know, you're right. Uh, the defense, uh, they had their struggles last year, but – um, I, there's nowhere to cope it up on, on that side of the football. And, and I still reference the number of young young guys they had to play uh, on that side of the football last year. And I, I, I imagine we'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the adjustments that uh, they've made defensively as a staff and some of the things they've, they have implemented as far as maybe new systems, simplifying some different things like that. But, you know, he'll, he'll address those as a well-spoken man. Uh, he'll do a great job. And uh, they'll, they'll both uh, represent the university very well here today. Uh, Nick, the Sun Belt Conference gets bashed a lot of times. It takes its hits. But the one thing they certainly do right is these media days. It is pretty impressive how this thing has kind of grown and how they kind of roll out the red carpet for the media and, of course, the coaches and players that make their way down to it. Yeah, no doubt. I was uh, reflecting last night with uh, Paul Wetlow was down here and uh, is down here. We were – kind of talk about some of the early days of the media days and you know i can remember um back in, in the early radio career where uh, sean fox and i uh would come down and uh we would do the show and back back whenever the media day was in the old uh, hilton 
on uh, St. Charles, um, and it was in a very small, uh, you know, I wouldn't even call it a ballroom, but your radio row consisted of us. Uh, you had Jay Walker, uh, who's the voice of the Raging Cages. You had Barry McKnight, who's the voice of Troy. Barry would do this show in the morning, and then uh, you'd have us and Jay going in the afternoon. And you look at what's going on here now, and, you know, you have, you have anywhere from, uh, I think, this year, eight to, to ten uh, radio stations doing shows here. And then you'll have uh, pretty much, uh, I think, uh, eight of the ten play-by-play voices are, are down here, uh, you know, doing some some sort of media work, either Facebook Live video work, uh, shows, uh, representing their universities. Uh, that'll be there on, on the Radio Row area as well. And, um, you know, the, the, I remember the, the media event, uh, you'd actually do media day, and then you would go out on the event afterwards. And they used to, I guess, take us out on, on the old riverboat, the Mississippi riverboat or whatever the paddle boat and it was a good time but i mean compared to what they're doing now at mardi gras world with the the fado dough the past two years and before that going to fulton alley and uh they've done they've done an excellent job and and you've got national media coming to this event now that that used to not uh, come and be a part of it so uh and and you've got to do that you've got to do that try to get exposure uh for your league uh all, all the group of five they have to the american uh, they they do a big event now, and um, you got to be able to try to get as many people to come and talk about your league as you can. So uh, well done by the league, uh, and they they messed up a few years ago. Remember they they did via via teleconference, and that was just a horrible horrible thing. And uh, they they fixed it, and they they've really gotten it right over the last four or five years. Uh, you going on or Sean later today? Uh, that that's the word in the street. Yeah, two to five. Uh, two to five. I'll be. Uh, I'll be back in the saddle and uh, doing that little little radio show in the afternoon. I, I guess what do they what do they call it now? Is it, is it the company is that, is that what we're calling it now? So uh, I'll be back in the saddle this afternoon and then uh, joining uh, joining some of my colleagues on their respective uh, shows and uh, Facebook Live uh, all throughout the day as well. Do you wear a suit today? A sport coat, button button down shirt and a sport coat. Dressed to impress. Appreciate it, Nick. I try. Have a great day. See you guys. The voice of the Warhawks, Nick White. Yeah, we we tried the Facebook Live. I don't think it really worked. I think it's first time, man. Yeah, it's fine. It's kind of awkward. No, that was good. Okay, It'll we get need. Better. We don't have that on-air chemistry. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of stuff to get into with these sports. It's about buddies. time. <laughs> Well, we've been talking about it all show. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> what you're screaming at over there. 888-993-7762. If you're just joining us, Top 10 Thursday this week. I've been wanting to do this all summer long. Yeah. The week has finally come where we're going to give you our 10 best sports movies of all time. And leading up to it, uh, Jake actually had a good idea for once. Okay. Uh, sports Talk 977. Actually, sorry. At Morning Drive 977 is our Twitter handle. On there, you can find a bunch of matchups that you can vote on. We're, we're taking the top 20 IMDb sports movies. We added a couple of wild cards to the list because there were some unforgivable o- omissions mm. on there. Uh, so go on there, vote. Uh, we've got some surprises. Let's so go through far. the results so far. I'll okay, after the break, we'll, we'll get we'll get back to those. The Morning Drive on Sports Talk 977 is back after this. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price, 
For how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs The king of the road car king We treat you like royalty We earn your trust and loyalty You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing The king of the road, the king of the road car king Rocket Fast, our immaculate grounds, friendly attendance, and the most free vacs anywhere will let you know that we care. Get more for your money with our exclusive bug wash prep stations, wall of foam, colorful soaps, and LED light show for a fun car wash for everyone. And with our Fast Pass, you can wash as often as you want for as little as $19.95 per month. Rocket Fast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. Now with seven locations from Monroe to Shreveport. Come share a slice with Johnny's Pizza House at our new location on Jonesboro Road in West Monroe. It's right next door to our old location but now with plenty of parking to choose from stop by with your friends and family and dine with us in our new casual dining area don't have time to stay and visit with us not a problem with our new no wait grab and go menu we can have you in and out in a matter of minutes just another way that johnny's pizza house can help share a slice with our customers johnny's pizza house let's share a slice the area's newest lawn equipment pro center is your new Cub Cadet Superstore, Yard Power. Yard Power is your source for the full line of Cub Cadet mowers. In fact, they're the only Cub dealer in Northeast Louisiana. And Yard Power is loaded with over 100 Cub Cadet mowers on the ground and ready to roll. All backed by a full service and parts department. Remember YP, Yard Power. Highway 165 North in Monroe and just off New Nacogdoches in West Monroe. Let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Had some great texts this morning. Keep them coming at 888-993-7762. We go back to the Stuart Shelby Goosehead Insurance Hotline slash text line. Chuck is on the line. Good morning, Chuck. What's on your mind, bud? Uh, good morning to you, too. Uh, I'm doing fine on this Monday. Uh, while you're all talking about uh, sports movies, there's one that a lot of people have never heard of. This, this is this movie was out over 40 years ago. Uh, it was a uh, it was a comedy, but it was about the Negro League. Name movie was uh, being along traveling all stars and motor kings. It was with Richard Pryor, James Earl Jones, and uh, Billy D. Williams. It was it was comedy, but uh, but it was it was, uh, it was they were a traveling baseball team. But it was it was about the Negro League. And uh, if you had a chance, what was the name uh, of it? You look somewhere. Uh, the Bingo Long Traveling All-Stars and Motor Kings. Uh, long name. No wonder. Yeah, yeah Bingo uh, Long. That that, yeah, that, yeah that, 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 that probably on your honorable mention list. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, but it, it was uh, a comical movie. You know, you saw the comedy, you know, Richard Pryor and, uh, and you know, you had James Earl Jones and uh, Billy D. Williams, but it was based on Negro League. Nice. Hmm. All right, I'll look it up. Okay. Thanks, Chuck. Thanks for listening, bud. All right, you all take care. Yeah, I'd never heard of that. Well, he starts talking about James Earl Jones and Billy D. Williams, and I'm thinking Star Wars over here. Yeah. Um, so we've got a crazy result so far oh. in round one. So number four, Raging Bull. I thought Raging Bull would be a contender to win this whole thing. Yeah. They are down big to number 17, Miracle. Mm. Miracle has 77% of the vote. Mm. Is that surprising to you at all? No. Miracle is more recent. And we're on Twitter. It's more of a younger crowd on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's That one's not – I like Miracle, 
but Raging Bull is a classic. Raging Bull, again, I thought would be here till the end. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of crazy to me. Uh, a couple other things. Ten Cup made a comeback. That's right. They have forty six percent of the vote, but Caddyshack just but there's a bad hole coming up. Just retook <laughs> the lead. Um, the Sandlot made a comeback. Mm. They are up over Major League. Mm. Sandlot has fifty nine percent. That's a bad first round matchup. That should be. That's a that's an elite eight matchup in my mind. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so I wanted to ask the question to you, Aaron. What what are some emotional moments either on this list or maybe not even on this list in movies? You said that you cry a lot, yeah. quote unquote. I cry a lot. Um, what what made you cry when you were watching a sports movie? Uh, first of all, we, we go back to Rudy, him running out. Yes. And, of course, his family that. watching. That's incredible. Uh, the rookie, once again, ties in with his son there. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Now, I'm, I'm not with you on the rookie. Is that is that it? Uh, for the love of the game. And we've, we have not mentioned this movie. We have not. And the way it, it intertwines the, the romance story and then the sports and baseball, it sets up so well. You know, it's basically every half inning they flip back and forth trying to tell his story. You throw in Vince Scully. I mean, there was moments in that movie that was just outstanding. Yeah. Um, that should have been on the list. Or an honorable mention. You can't include everything on yeah. the list. Some are going to get cut off. Mm. I'm, I think I'm happy with the list. Mm. I'm a little upset Moneyball didn't make it. Um and all boxing movies, just, you know, whether it's Rocky. Okay, that's where I want to go. Cinderella Man. So you're talking about emotional moments. For me, Rudy is top, but a couple of emotional moments for me were um, both in Creed and in uh, The Fighter. Yeah. Now, I know it's cliche. You have the final, right before the final round, you're in the corner. Of course, you're going to get the pep talk. Yeah. It's so cliche, but if you can execute it, it can be so powerful. And I thought both movies did it well. With The Fighter, you go through that whole journey of this messed up family. I mean, they are a messed up family. And the whole time, Dickie's been the favorite son. Dickie's been the pride of Lowell. That's his name, the pride mm-hmm. of Lowell. Meanwhile, Mickey's just like, I'm the forgotten son. Nobody cares about me. I'm fighting for the title. Yet y'all are still worried about Dickie. Mm-hmm. So right before that final round, Dickie talks to him, and he and he gets real with him. He just says, you take everything we've been through, and you've been on this journey through them. You've, you've been on this journey with, with, with the, uh, drug, drug addiction and everything else. He says, you take everything that we've, we've been through in our life, and you put it in this ring right now. That got to me. I, I thought that was an awesome moment. With Creed, I thought it was the same thing. Rocky's talking to Creed right before the final round. He says, listen, I'm going to stop this fight. I didn't stop the fight with your dad. I regret that still to this day. We, he, he died in the ring. I'm not going to let you die in the ring. And, and Creed says, don't stop it. He says, why? You got nothing to prove. He says, I want to prove I'm not a mistake. Mm. And that's what that whole movie is about. He's trying to prove that because he was a mistake. He's trying to prove that I am somebody. I don't want to be known as Creed. I don't want to be known as, as my father's son. I want you to know me for as Adonis. I want you to know me as uh, you know this upcoming fighter. Uh, eventually gets leaked that he is Creed's son. And he says, I don't want to be. A mistake, mm. and that moment's powerful. So, a couple of those moments. I know it's cliche, but if it's executed correctly, man, it can get to you. Uh, Tommy continues to push North Dallas forty. You do not have that on your list. Says like when Nick Nolte got that shot in his knee, very emotional. I never saw it. How old is that movie? 
Uh, it's old. Uh, 75. I'll look it up. See, these older movies, they have to be really, um, I guess, critically acclaimed for me to check it out. Because if word doesn't get out, I mean, I'm not. 1979. Okay. North Dallas 40. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know if I've heard of that movie, to be honest with you. So uh, I will check that out. Um, another moment that was emotional in a movie that's that's so-so, but it's actually winning its vote, it's Friday Night Lights. Uh, the, the movie when, of course, Booby Miles gets gets hurt and um, he, he injures his knee. And, of course, those of you who saw the movie, you understand that this is their best running back. He, he has so much God-given talent, so much so that he doesn't work out in the weight room. He even has that moment where the quarterback says, ain't you going to work out, Booby? He says, this is God-given. I don't have to work out for this. Mm-hmm. So he gets he gets his knee injured, um, and then he tries to come back and play again. He gets it re-injured, and he's done. His football career is done. They have that moment with him and his, his father in the, in the car after he just cleaned out his locker, and he tries to walk out like a tough guy, like he's still all that. He gets to the car, and he just starts bawling. Mm-hmm. He says, what am I going to do? I, this is all I have was football. I don't have the grades. And then, of course, you see him later as, as a, a garbage man. Which is really sad because he put all of his money on football. He got injured, and now he has nothing. So I thought that was a pretty emotional moment. Uh, a couple of emotional moments all time in sports movies. Uh, the final race in Seabiscuit. That'll get you teary-eyed. What about uh, You Had Me at a Low in Jerry Maguire? Oh, stop. What? Did you cry at that, too? Yeah. When Mickey dies in Rocky Three. Mickey dying is pretty emotional. Um, There's been a number of uh, emotional moments in The Blind Side. Uh, I don't love that movie. Yeah. It's cheesy. I'm sorry. It's cheesy. I do like Coach O's uh, appearance in it, though. What's so cheesy about it? Man? It just it comes off as cheesy, man. You, you you're gonna tell me that this this woman is gonna actually go out on the practice field and run and boss <laughs> these coaches around? Give me a break. We're in the South. There ain't no way that's happening. Ooh. You think you think some coaches gonna let this woman walk out and boss them around? When I saw that, it took me out of the movie. I'm like, this is so Hollywood. Like, this is so fake. Uh, here's one I forgot. The Champ, uh, when the kid tells him to wake up. The Champ? Yeah. 19, it's 1979 okay. movie. There you go. Well, that's why. Is that it? That all you got? 888-993-7762. We go back to the Stuart Shelby Goosehead Insurance Hotline. Jim joins us. What's up, Jim? How you doing this morning? Good morning, my friends. He'll bring a history lesson to you, young whippersnapper. Yes. Jim, tell him what old movies he's missing out. I'm telling you, man, you want a tearjerker, you want a really sad but a very good, well-done movie is Brian's Song. Yeah. Old, came out in the early 70s. It do stars Billy D. Williams as Gail Sayers. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the story of Brian Piccolo, who led the nation in rushing from Wake Forest, and he got drafted by the Bears, of course, and they had Gail Sears, so he says, well, this ain't going to work. But uh, it's a good movie, man. You know, Sears tears his knee up, and, and Brian's with him through the whole rehab, and they be, they roommates, and they become extremely close. And then, and then Piccolo, Brian Piccolo, contracts leukemia and dies. And the, the speech it, Gail Sayers gives you, I don't, it made the devil cry. I'm telling you, it's a classic. <laughs> it's here's very a very old movie, that, but. Here, here's part of that speech. It, you flatter me by giving this award to me, but I can tell you here and now that I accept it for Brian Piccolo, 
Brian Piccolo That's is the right. man of courage who should receive the George Hallis Award. Mine is tonight. It is Brian Piccolo's tomorrow. I love Brian Piccolo, and I'd like to tell you all that I love him too. Tonight, when you hit your knees, please ask God to love him. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's a killer movie, man. It's really good. I'm glad you knew that, Aaron. You impressed me, man. Good deal. He, he, he spouted that right off the top of his head. <laughs> yes, he did, man. I mean, that's exactly his speech. There's two speeches that I remember, Valvano's and his. Oh, yeah, Valvano's, yeah. Yes. You know, but, hey, it, it, y'all doing a good job. I'll keep listening, brother. All right. Thank Thanks, Bamba Jim. No, and, and that's – that's a movie that's so critically acclaimed that I actually re- revisited that one. That's what I'm saying. If you've got a movie from the 70s, it's got the word's got to get around for me to yeah. go back and watch it. But, yes, I've seen Brian's song. It is an emotional movie. What about Remember the Titans when they're in the hospital room? They're yeah. Paralyzed and basically that's my brother. That's my brother. Yeah. A lot of people say they uh, – I don't know. It's, it's too on the nose. Like, it's too Hollywood. But I still like that movie. Uh, by the way, it is Monday. Where's Ronnie at? We have yet to hear from Ronnie. Ronnie, what, look, what we're supposed to do this segment? What what Jake got right? What he got wrong? Y'all messed it up, Ronnie. If you're listening, to call in for the next segment. Let us know what I got right. He got to go on and on about what I got wrong with my college football previews, and yet he tries to tell what I got right. Now, like, oh, too much time. Sorry, Ronnie. <laughs> You got to go. Maybe it's because there was nothing going on this weekend besides the British Open, and he knew that Jake would not be watching it. Well, Ronnie, if you're out there, give us a call. Let, let the people know what I got right. 888-993-7762. We're back after this with more on The Morning Drive. If your business depends on technology, then you can depend on NetTech. We offer remote desktop and service management, cloud-based document access, email services, IP phone services, fiber internet, and data security products. With locations in Monroe and in Ruston, our friendly technicians and help desk staff are ready to solve all your IT problems. Let NetTech be your IT department. Visit nettech.net or call 866-668-0001 today. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. Hi, I'm David Griffin, linebacker for your ULM Warhawks. Tickets for the upcoming 2018 season are now on sale. Come experience the best on the bayou, tailgate in the Grove, and cheer on your Warhawks. We look forward to seeing you in Malone Stadium this fall. Come help us defend the nest. For ULM football season ticket information, call 318-342-HAWK or visit ULMWarhawks.com. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. Local sports talk is on the air on the morning drive. 
This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Welcome back to the show. Aaron and Jake just hanging out on this Monday morning discussing movies as uh, we look forward to Top Ten Thursday. We will break down our ten favorite sports movies of all time. To get your assistance this week, though, uh, Jake has come up with a couple polls on our Twitter page. Yes, uh, a couple polls. I'll put those up in a minute, but I want to get some of these texts real quick. Um, Richie says, it was an emotional when the caretaker got blew up with a radio bomb in the longest yard. Uh, Chase says, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Uh, that's, that, of course, is one of my favorites, too. Um, Richie says, program is still my number one favorite football movie. We are Marshall. Uh, and then Todd sends in one of my favorite memes. It says, girls can love Ryan Gosling all they want, but let's not forget that he was an absolute liability at cornerback and remember the Titans. But, uh, Do you think we should have done this differently and then categorized no, in terms of, all right, these are your top five football movies of all time. Here are your five boxing movies of all time. Here are the baseball ones. And then, like, have a miscellaneous one. No, I like the way we did it. Okay. Would that make it a lot easier? Yeah, well, we don't we don't go for easy, Aaron. Um, I do want to ask you this, since we've got... Basketball Patty, movies wouldn't be too hard. Hoosiers would have went in a landslide. I, yeah, I'll give you that, but there are not a lot of great basketball movies. Yeah. I, I will say, and we haven't got one text about this, White Man Can't Jump. <laughs> That's a great movie. That's one of my favorites. It's hilarious. No? Uh, not a huge fan. Okay, whatever. Uh <laughs> Caddyshack is winning, and Major League is losing to Sandlot. So I wanted to ask this. What is the funniest sports movie out there? There are a lot of good ones. I think you think of Caddyshack and Major League. And a movie that we have not talked about, and it's another one of those old-timers. And I used to think that it was top five all-time, and now you go back, and it's kind of lost a lot of its luster. Oh, Slapshot. Yeah. Because when you first see it, and I, it was, I, was, I was a kid, I thought that was just hysterical. Well, the Hanson Brothers, yes. and of course. Paul Newman in that movie. I did too, but the thing is, when you go with uh, what's the word? I guess uh, what comedy where, where where the guys are always getting hurt and whatnot. Physical comedy it, it doesn't hold up. I, I, I for me, like when I rewatch that, it's a whole lot of oh, this is physical humor and it's just kind of eh, it's kind of cheap. Um, Todd says the funniest is Major League. Um, also got a text here, Space Jam, first Space Jam text. Yeah. We haven't talked about Space Jam yet. Um, I think when you're talking about funniest movies, though, Happy Gilmore has got to be up there. I enjoyed, I still enjoyed The Waterboy. Uh, it's not going to win, you know, Best Movie Award, but if you want some laughs, pop in Waterboy. Uh, pretty funny. You got Coach O starring in it. Uh, not really. What's what's that guy's name? Who uh, You've seen Waterboy, huh? Yeah. The, the Cajun. Bobby Boucher. Not no, I know Bobby oh. Boucher, uh, the Cajun, the Cajun uh, coach that nobody can understand him. Anyway, uh, well, if you're going to go with funniest movies, sports movies, Caddyshack certainly right. Caddyshack, there. of course, Major League, Talladega Nights. I still think it deserves more recognition. If you're talking about funniest sports movies, absolutely. Yeah. Um, just How about I, Kingpin back in the day, a bowling movie. Uh, yeah, it's good. I don't know. If you're going, if you press me though, I think I go Major League for yeah, funniest. Major League movie. would be the funniest. Yeah. Just a bit outside. Bad News Bears, though, the classic, I think certainly deserves to be on that list. Yes. A um, couple more texts here. Somebody says, Longest Yard, the new one. Interesting. Uh, that's from Johnny. Do you like the new Longest Yard? I don't think I've seen it. With Adam Sandler? 
Yeah. Oh yeah, I did watch part. part it's got like every a bunch of wrestlers in it too. Um, yeah, it's okay. Happy Gilmore. I know you mentioned that. Happy Gilmore, of course. Um, Happy Gilmore, just for, I mean, you could. That is one of the more rewatchable movies. Like it's on Netflix right now. I could go rewatch it when I get home today. Like it is so funny. Um, that was when Adam Sandler was like peak Adam Sandler. Remember, he had that. Waterboy was including that too. He had that string of movies that he was like the top movie star. Man, he he, he was making gold. Um, but Happy Gilmore is probably his best. Farmer Fran. Never seen it. No, that Farmer Fran is the. Oh, that's the Waterboard. guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Oh, Ronnie, he is listening. Yeah. Somebody called him out. Save us, Ronnie. Ronnie, what's up, bud? No, I'm always listening, guys. Sometimes my hands are full. The, the UPS truck doesn't allow for very much uh, free time. But anyway. We I, uh, were doing it in this segment. What Jake got right, what he got wrong. We had it rolling last week. So uh, what did Jake say right last week on this Monday? Well, one of the things that Jake and I have discussed at length is um, the SEC being the, the dominant conference, you know, in, in America and he he made a statement one time. He and I got into it, and I called in with a pretty good list of stats for him. And he did say that the, at the very least, the gap was narrowing. And so I did some research, and I came up with my own little system based on last year's strength of schedule, final standings, this year's predictions about where they were going to be. And I ranked every team with a point system in a in a sort of oh. like a golf score with the lowest score being the best. And then I okay. went back and did the same thing from five years ago. And five years ago, the gap, and I won't go into all the numbers and bore everybody. If you want to hear it, I'll call in at the beginning of a segment one time. But the ACC has narrowed the gap two points. The, the gap was... Uh, and I did it by averaging the score of every team and then assigning, just saying the ACC's teams, their score was like 32.6 and the SEC was 26.9. So there was a gap of six points five years ago, and that gap is down to four points. The ACC is definitely the conference that has narrowed the gap, and I just wanted to admit that Jake got that right. And then I was going to top that off with saying that Jake got Emerson right because that is a cute little bug that they carry around all the time. And so, yeah, Jake, you get some things right too, man. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not <laughs> hey, just a Jake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you do that with the Big Ten also? I did it with every conference, and the what, only what were the results for the Big Ten. They were third, and the Big Twelve. I don't have the paper in front of me. The Big 12 and the Pac-12 were like neck and neck. And I think the Pac-12 squeaked them out this year just because of Washington. And hmm. I, that's just the best I can remember. But the ACC this year is making this big, huge claim that their strength of schedule is better than everyone's because our non-conference schedule is the strongest in the country of any conference. And it is. That's accurate. But they only have four teams that would qualify 
I believe it's the top 20. They only have four teams with a chance to be in the top 20. And the SEC has seven teams within reach of the top 20. And so if they played the conference schedule that the SEC played, the SEC still has the toughest overall schedule, but the ACC does play the, the toughest non-conference schedule based on projections of finish this year. Good stuff. Well, Ronnie, you know, it takes a big man to admit when he's wrong. And uh, <laughs> I'm just playing, buddy. Appreciate you calling in and, and giving us that info. I also have a quick sports movie that I haven't heard you mention. There might be – you may have mentioned it. I don't get to listen to every second of the show. What but the Bagger Vance, I thought, was a really good movie. Mm. And so the moment at that. the end of it, as, as a kid that played sports and ran cross country and all that, my dad never missed a game or a run that I participated in. And in The Legend of Bagger Vance, the dad – of the kid that was playing in the golf tournament didn't want him to play golf. And he wouldn't go watch him play, and he wouldn't. Well, during the middle of the last round, he finally laid down what he was doing. And on one of the last few holes, uh, the kid looks up at his dad standing there in the crowd watching him play. I thought that was a pretty powerful movie, pretty powerful moment. So, Thanks, Ronnie. Appreciate Thanks, it, Thanks, guys. Well, you know, it just feels good to be right sometimes, Aaron. It's not every day. Then I'm told I'm right about something. Let's take a time out. Coming up next, our parting shots on the morning drive. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price, for how many doors, cars, trucks, SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty. We earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing. The king of the road, the king of the road, car king. Hi, Kevin from High Tech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. Looking for affordable home building here in Northeast Louisiana? Look no further than Allen Builders. The folks at Allen Builders are dedicated to building that quality custom home that you've always been dreaming of. In the need of a remodel, bathrooms, kitchen, flooring, the folks at Allen Builders can handle it. Issue with the roof? Whether it's tearing off and replacing existing shingles, replacing rotten decking, and installing solar power vents, yep, they've got that covered. For more information, call Allen Builders today, 348-8920-348-8920. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. 
Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly sunny skies, hot and humid conditions today with a high of 94 degrees. Mostly clear skies, a bit cooler on tonight, a low 72. Plenty of sunshine in the forecast for tomorrow and a high of 94 degrees. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. So basically, Jake, you're going to have to run home and uh, all day just watch old movies catch up on this, right? Things that you missed. That's not a bad assignment. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Good run down to Blockbuster. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Hey, we do have a video store in yes. town, though, which I've yet to check out. I, I say it all the time. I'm going to go check it out for nostalgia purposes. Continue to hit us up on the Stuart Shelby Goosehead Insurance Hotline slash text line 888-993-7762. Go to stuartshelby.com for a free quote. You think we might get a sponsorship from that video store, right? Get the word out. We're still around. You go work on that. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Um, so you a couple other – we got text here we need to get to. Okay. Larry said, I have a golf movie you guys can uh, check out. It's not that old. It was 2011. It's called Seven Days in Utopia with uh, Robert Duvall and Lucas Black. Hmm. You ever heard of that? Nope. Okay, me neither. Uh, Brian says, the greatest game ever played. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richie says, or no, somebody says the Little Giants. That's one that we haven't mentioned. Uh, you know, there's a reason why I didn't mention it. Well, as a kid, I loved that movie, but you know, I haven't watched it in so long. That was just four years ago. The Little Giants. <laughs> no, when you were. A oh, kid. when I was a kid. Okay, <laughs> good call. Uh, Terry says semi-pro with Will Ferrell. Yeah. Terry once dressed up uh, as Will Ferrell in semi-pro, I believe. I can see that. Uh, I think that's all of them. But we should have had a separate category with, with movies like Little Giant and uh, Space Jam. The Disney category? <laughs> Throw Glory Road in there. Um, no, just the ones that you can acknowledge that they're not great movies, but they're still enjoyable to watch, right? I mean, Space Jam is – I mean, Michael Jordan's your lead actor, <laughs> you know? But it's still fun to watch him take on cartoons. I don't know. There's, there's some enjoyment there. That leads us to our parting shots. Well, I'm going to tell you what, Channel 8, they've been packed it in, too. They didn't get any of this on camera. We got it. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh, no. I have lost my voice in excitement. I'm sick. I want to throw up. By the way, I I feel like uh, some people might have been confused on our poll. We had number one Hoosiers against number 20, the Karate Kid. Had someone ask, uh, the original, right? Yes, not the Jane Smith version. I- I'm going to say that's why Hoosiers moved on. Mm. All right, uh, let's go through a lot of different things here for our, our parting shots. Hey, how about this storyline? And we need to keep an eye on this. Uh, the Louisiana Tech aviation student Mason Andrews, of course, uh, trying to fly around the globe by himself. What? Yes, uh, pretty incredible. He uh, took off uh, last night. I see a tweet here from Les Geist, the president, of course, of Louisiana Tech. says, after nine hours of flight and three hours in a holding pattern in, uh, I think, somewhere in Missouri, he has landed. So uh, the first step in a long process for uh, Mason Andrews. This is a remarkable story. Yeah. Good for you, young man. Uh, another remarkable story. Well, we thought it was playing out yesterday. 
most of us, not Jake, were watching, of course, the Open, the British Open yesterday. I was keeping up. And how cool is that? Just you wake up, and, of course, you're in it. You got Tiger making a move, Jordan Spieth falling off. And then Tiger, you know, is on number 11, and he's leading a major. And you have to have a feeling. Uh, I've been Googling it, trying to figure out what the ratings were. They have to be huge. Oh, astronomical. Uh, Just because this is the moment we've been talking about for so long. When is Tiger going to do it? When is he going to win a major? When is he going to be fully back? And this is the closest he's come. And there were literally, you know, then he double bogeys and he bogeys and he falls back and he was in seventh or eighth and there's a number of players ahead. And NBC was stuck in a bad situation there because they wanted to continue to play out. Well, Tiger can do this, Tiger do that. And they didn't want to miss one of his shots. But then they had so many other guys in contention on that leaderboard. And we're talking about some of the guys biggest names in the world. Yeah, yeah, guys like Jordan Spieth. Yes, yeah. and, you know, Spieth's falling back. And it, it was cool to see how it was playing out. And I think everybody, except for my wife, was holding out hope <laughs> that Tiger would figure out some kind of magical shot to get a birdie or an eagle down the stretch to get back in. Well, I'll say that I think more people were tuning in rooting for him, but I guarantee you a lot of people were tuning in just to root against him. Yeah. You know, either way. But, I mean, regardless, most people were tuning in to watch that. And you missed it. Then on 18th, an important tee shot for him in the middle of his backswing. Of course, some idiot starts yelling, and Tiger's all pissed off about it. But it it turned out to be a fairly good drive anyway, but – just that one guy and how quickly he must have been escorted off the course. <laughs> I'm sure. It was certainly fun to watch Tiger in contention once again. And now, of course, the hope that they'll be out there, that he can put up a great showing and maybe be in contention once again for the PGA Championships next month. It was good stuff. Good stuff indeed. And you missed it, Jake. Well, I found out I didn't have NBC. Yeah. So, unfortunate. The other thing about it, though, is – you. You're rooting for him, and you're you're thinking this is the tournament that he's there. And then the number of guys that were competing in a six-way tie for a majority there at the end. And then it didn't have the ending. It wasn't too dramatic coming down to the final hole or so because basically Molinari took that out of it. He, He eliminated all the drama with his consistent play. So you really were following this guy, like you knew who he was? Not really. Okay. The Italian phenom? Yeah. No. Okay. The fact that he'd won, you know, the last couple of tournaments, and he'd finished, I believe, second last week. And he actually won uh, Tiger's event uh, last month, and Tiger had to present him with the trophy. At least you're honest. But in terms of his overall career, I didn't know who he was. He looked boring out there. But that boring approach produced no bogeys since Friday. Yeah. Hey, part of it. And it won him the over. All right, so um, my my I don't know if this is a parting shot. I got two little things. First, you're throwing shade at Tin Cup. I will in a minute. But first, I want to mention Last Chance You. If you haven't watched it, watch it. I spent most of my weekend watching it. It's incredible. The quarterback Aaron would would drive you crazy. So this is last year's. This is last year's. Yes, I'm telling you, it's one of the most well produced series out there, documentaries out there. Um, but they, the quarterback for this team is Malik Henry, who was once a five-star recruit, number one recruit, went to Florida State, didn't work out. He landed at Independence. Aaron, you would hate this kid. Mm. He is so entitled. He goes out there, and the coach will say, don't check out my calls. He'll go out there and check out of them. 
play hero ball. He'll blame his teammates. He's constantly either blaming his teammates or his coaches. I'm serious. That, that's what he does. And so, I mean, you can tell, like, all the other players don't like him. Even the coaches don't really like him. Like, this guy, watching this guy, it'll make you want to pull your hair out. But it's so interesting seeing how these coaches have to deal with these dynamic personalities like Malik Henry. So where's he at now? I don't know. I haven't I haven't finished it yet. I, I'm, I've thought about looking it up, but they usually tell you at the end of the, the season, they'll say, hey, Malik Henry so-and-so. And oh, it says Independence Community College. Is he still there? Spoiler alert. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and Hunter says, I think I hate this coach more than Buddy Stevens. Yeah, he's starting to make Buddy look like a saint. Mm. So, Aaron, I know you haven't seen it. You need to watch all three seasons. They're fantastic. Mm. All right, now, um, you were preaching Tin Cup. Tin mm. Cup, best best movie not on the list. you got to yeah. put Tin Cup on there. So I looked it up. I've never seen it, admittedly. I'm going to read you the description. Tell me how cheesy this is. Mm-hmm. An unreachable shot to the green. A hopeless romance. Driving range pro Roy McAvoy can't resist an impossible challenge. Each is what he calls a defining moment. You define it, or it defines you. Oh, I like that. With lady killer charm and a game that can make par with garden tools, (laughs) my gracious. Kevin Costner rejoins Bull Durham filmmaker Ron Shelton for another funny tale of the games people play. For Costner's Roy, golf is a head and heart game. On both, geez, that's great writing. I can't get through this. I like it. On both counts, that's where shrink Molly Griswold yeah. comes in. She's big city, Roy's small time, and he believes only the grandest of gestures can lure her away from a slick touring pro and earn her love. So Roy and his dutiful caddy, Cheech Marin, set Cheech. out. <laughs> Cheech, yeah. set out to do the impossible. You don't know who Cheech and Chong is. Oh, that's – oh, okay, okay. I do know Cheech and – okay. Uh, sets out to do the impossible, win the U.S. Open, with laughs, clever battle of the sexes banter, yes. and a handy way with a seven-iron tin yeah. cup wingly defines the moment and contemporary romantic comedy. Yeah, that adequately describes it. That's well done. Nothing could have made me want to watch this less. The only thing that would have made that better is if you would have had that movie voice. You know, the guy that does the trailers. I can give you the Pac-12 after dark. (laughs) You want me to read the Pac-12 after dark? No, thank you. Okay. All right, uh, one last plug. What do they need to do to uh, vote for uh, top movies of all time? You're running out of time, but at Morning Drive 977 on Twitter, we've got all of the first round uh, matchups on there, and shortly this this morning, I will then post the round two matchup. So s- stay there, keep voting. Uh, we're going to get through this thing. We'll have the number one sports movie by the end of the week. Uh, I think we actually uh, now we are up to like six followers too. So yeah, 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 we're killing it. Everybody have a fantastic day. The guys on the edge, they are fired up and ready to go. They will join you after the break. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.